Well, after a long hiatus, we're back. This is the Scott and Carl show. And well, Carl's opening a beer, but it was a silent beer that I didn't even hear. Damn it. Yeah. Popped its cap and everything. There's been, there have been a few news items in the last two months that um, we've missed out on. Uh, so we're going to try and catch up on those. I feel like we're going to need to do episodes for the next 20 consecutive days to just kind of start to get caught up on the news. What do you think, Carl? I concur 1000%. And what better time to do it than the anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence? You know what? This is a very patriotic endeavor that we're on here. We're just doing our best to try and make this nation a little bit better with every episode. And if we, if we can bring a little bit of knowledge and understanding uh, to today's episode, I feel like <laughs> the country would be a lot better off. Well, it's going downhill faster and faster every day. Not if we can help it. So let's, let's do our best. Today we're here to talk about, um, I guess controversial is almost underplaying the role that the abortion conversation has been in this country since we were born we're elder millennials early gen xers uh, i don't know I'm, I'm gen x i'm not a millennial okay well that's that divide is the biggest one that splits carl and i other than state lines me being out here in the in the very uh dense population of los angeles california and carl the beautiful rolling hills and you guys have a somewhat dense population in san angelo about a hundred thousand all right that's rural by our standards so we're here to bring perspective or attempt of course <clears throat> we're here to give our opinions as yoda said there is no try there's do and that's what we're gonna do right and and here's the thing i want to follow up with when i said give our opinions we're not going to be offended if you disagree with us. And we're not going to be offended if you're offended. Amen. I will, that's not, my, that's, I will well, not make a public apology for anything that I say. Well, we're, we will have a whole episode on cancel culture at some point. But I always find it funny that everybody thinks the other person complaining is the one that's doing the cancel culturing. And I'm like, look, if you, we'll go, if you say something somebody doesn't like and they yell at you for it, Sorry, that's called freedom of speech, too. <laughs> um, but, anyway. but that doesn't bother me. It's when they turn around and immediately, well, I apologize what I really meant. Those weren't my true feelings. Bullshit. Yeah, no more insincere apologies. Just you Do, say it, own it. If you feel, I mean, if you change your mind, own that. If you don't change your mind, own that. Right. Just don't get up and give me some crocodile tears about how you didn't mean it when you still do. I mean, I, I think the apologies need to be, I'm sorry that I offended you and that we don't agree on this, but just you have the same rights that I do. Deal with it. We're getting your feelings hurt. The I'm sorry you were offended apology, I think, is more annoying to me than just no apology at all. <laughs> just stay, keep your mouth shut. If you, if all you're going to say is, I'm sorry, I offended you. <laughs> well, but you're free to say that too. And I'm free to think that it's, you're an idiot. Yeah. Uh, it's dodging and it's <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but that's not our topic today. Um, no. Carl, we, I think are in relatively in agreement on the, I don't know, in I, I think, and abortion rights. Where, where are you at? Yeah, I think we are. And I think probably the majority of the country's in agreement with us. These numbers that they throw around about 80, 85% of people agree with some form of abortion access. And then they start dividing that up by like, should it be, you know, the viability should it be the second trimester should it be the first trimester should it be 20 weeks or whatever and then you know i think it was when texas passed the law that was like six weeks or something and then uh, it's 12 i think okay well when a lot of people i i thought it was six it was like when you can detect a heartbeat um uh, and sure and 
a lot of people don't even know they're pregnant at that point. So that was the beginning of just, let's go ahead and try to just go ahead and outlaw it, see what happens. We've got a lot of conservatives on the court and um, they, they were just betting on, on uh, these, on this court taking up the case and overturning it. And you had, you mentioned something interesting to me the other day that you were under the impression that it didn't get overturned. Where did that come from? Well, the, the Supreme Court ruling technically doesn't overturn it. It just states that it's not federally protected. It's the power is going to go back to the states. So the states can either keep like it has been, or they can do what Texas and Oh, I can't even think of the other states right now are trying to do and ban it instantly, which I did read this article. and I don't know where I read it. Forgot to copy it and send it to you. The judge has already blocked a couple of states from enforcing that. OK, well, let's go back to the first part. Um, a, a right like the right to access to abortion or like the right to uh, free speech, for example, is a universal right. Like that means it's. No state, yeah, like no state can just pass a law that says uh, you can't have freedom of speech anymore, or uh, right, you because that's protected by the Declaration of Independence or the uh, Constitution. Const- yeah, that's what I'm those always of. flow together. Yeah, but so Roe v. Wade established a right, an inalienable right to your personhood to determine what you do with your body and private. It was using it was through privacy, so you, the government can't decide what you're allowed to do with your body in private, which would be getting an abortion at your doctor's office. And this ruling does 100% overturn that right. So no longer is that right guaranteed. It is now up to states to decide whether or not they want to allow it or they can prosecute or they can say that it's illegal now. So the, the right to an abortion as provided by a Roe versus Wade decision uh, has been overturned. And now states are allowed to ban it. Now, some states had immediate bans. There are trigger laws that just jump in. That's the word I was looking for was trigger laws. Yeah. So Texas has had one of those, but it doesn't kick in for the first 30 days, I think. But they wanted to start implementing it immediately. And there was a a judge that... um, said that they did have to wait for the 30 days, I think. But Ken Paxton, of course, he's just chomping at the bit and can't wait to outlaw abortion. So he's trying to get that ruling overturned so they can just really get to it as soon as possible. Shut down. I mean, 30 days is kind of a nice little window that for such a dramatic change, because they were they were like, once the decision came down, people are sitting in the waiting room at doctor's offices and are told, uh, well, we can't do it anymore. You're going to yeah. have to go home. Like, sorry, but your life just changed this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's crap. Uh, <clears throat> do I personally believe in it? No. But at the same time, I think it's up to each and every individual to make that decision. It shouldn't come from, it's like I read something the other day where somebody said, my life is now in the hands of a bunch of old white men who will never have to worry about it. Well, it's just a power grab and it's bullshit. Yeah. And I mean, I think later we might talk about how representative the Supreme Court is actually and how do people get there and who makes it up because it really is <laughs> mostly elderly white men that have been sitting on that for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's not exactly the most democratic and by democratic, you ever hear people say small d democratic? Maybe oh, yeah. not, not the Democratic Party, not capital D, this is the name of the party, but small d Democratic as in the people get to have a direct choice in who serves them or have more of a, a voice in how the court's made up. Right. And, and you and I have discussed very, that in the past about term limits on the Supreme Court, I 12 years max. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a great time to bring up <laughs> term limits again. Um I did make an outline for this episode because we like to come in somewhat prepared. (laughs) And I do also love that just in general, there's two guys having a conversation about abortion, which I think the whole point is it's not our call. 
It's nope. <laughs> nope. At no point will either you or I be sitting in a doctor's office deciding if we want to have the child that's inside of us. You know? I hope not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and like barring some sort of an alien uh, abduction and impregnation, I I can't, We neither one of us can imagine what that is like and what an invasion that would be to have the government tell you that you cannot make that decision. Right, and... I've known a couple of people that have had them and are totally against it because they went through that process and they now have kids. But at the time, I mean, we were still in high school and him and I were talking about this a couple months ago. And I mean, he's dead set against it. And I just, I don't see, I don't know. Well, it's funny that you mentioned at first, I was thinking this was a female, but this is he. Well, it, this is a, yeah this is a guy and I, and I don't know her feelings on it they're now married with their own kids mm-hmm. but and are they regretful that they didn't have a child in high school you know i don't know if he is or not i, I didn't touch on that I mean, i'm sure i'm sure it eats at him but it's a decision you made and it helped you achieve be able be able to achieve where you're at now yeah i mean I, I look at a lot of times when people point out, you know, well, I had this kid and, you know, I'm glad that I didn't get them aborted. But you don't think about the kids that you would have had later if you hadn't had that kid. You know, right. like he may have been in a bad situation to have a kid in high school. And that might have mm-hmm. set you on a totally different life trajectory to where the kids you had later on when you were much more stable and when you had a home to welcome them into and give them a good childhood. You know, not to say that you can't raise a kid in high school but it's got a lot of challenges and absolutely I, <clears throat> and again back to the whole point that's a parent's decision that's not that's not the government's no so and, and on a kind of off topic same topic i guess i don't know i've got a little brother that was given up for adoption i mean i guess my mother could have chose to abort him but she chose to give him up and to me i mean I don't know. I, I think it, I, I know it was extremely difficult for her to make that decision, but to force a pregnancy on somebody to me, that that's cruel because you are going to develop a bond because you're going to carry this child for nine months and you're going to feel it. You're going to, it's going to do God awful things to your body. And then you're going to give birth to it. I can't imagine carrying a child for nine months that you don't want and then going through the pain of labor and then having to give it away. I mean, to me, I think that's probably, it's just my opinion to me that that's more psychologically damaging than having an abortion Mm -hmm. because you don't actually see the fetus. You, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I guess you probably could, if you wanted to, if you ask us, like when you get a kidney stone removed, they say like, could I, could I have that just to like, to remember this experience? Well, I'll try. I asked if I could watch them do surgery on my hand when I stuck the ice pick through it and they wouldn't let me. No. Well, you kept your hand. That's your memento. Yeah, but I wanted to watch them cut me open. Yeah, I got to watch my colonoscopy. That was fun. Ooh. Ooh. I was I loopy, loopy, but I got to see the screen. It really helps you get a deeper understanding of yourself. Colonoscopy and beeper in the same yeah. paragraph. I've seen, part, I've seen parts of me that, <laughs> for the first time. Yeah, that's that's not a part of me I want to see. How old are we supposed to be to start doing that yearly? I mean, or not? Maybe not yearly. But I don't think they start pushing it until fifty. But like my dad years. has told me for years that we are polyp producers and that we should get checked out. Luckily, everything's good. Uh, dear listeners, don't worry. <laughs> but also back on Roe v. Wade, I have scene where some people are trying to claim that states are going to make it illegal to leave your state to go to another state to have an abortion. Last time I checked, you can go anywhere you want in the country. Well, everyone in the country. That's the thing, though. Last time you checked, things can change. Things can change right now. I mean, last time I checked, you could get an abortion in this country anywhere (laughs) you want. (laughs) Sure, there was just like one, one a uh, place to go in places like Mississippi, but you could at, at least you didn't have to leave state lines and it wasn't illegal to plan one. If we can get it this time. 
okay, there's a there's a course opening. This is when the real opinions start coming out. Yeah, that's my third one. All right. So and we've only been doing this for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now let's see if we can stay on topic. Uh, well, the thing about crossing state lines is once it's illegal in your state and you're planning that trip, um, suddenly that's illegal. Suddenly planning to go do that and friends assisting you and taking you to the airport and loaning you the money. Um, all of that is illegal activity in your state right. that they can. So is it illegal to say, I, I want to smoke marijuana, but I don't want to do it in Texas because it's illegal. So if I start planning a trip to go to Colorado or California or New Mexico, just for the sole purpose of getting high, can they arrest me for that? I think they would have to prove that you were going for the sole purpose of getting high. Yeah. And that the planning involved was, okay, guys, I'm going to buy some weed there. Can you, you take me to the air? We're going to, basically it would be treated like a drug deal. Like I'm going somewhere to go get drugs and they, and they were able to prosecute you for just intent. Does not make any sense to me. I don't know. They'll, they'll try it. Oh, I know they will. I'm just saying it makes zero sense to me. Yeah, Probably and that's where we're going. some trumped up conspiracy to commit charge. I mean, uh, conspiracy to commit a crime is a is a chargeable offense. Like if you plan to do something and you're uh, right. uh, planning it, even if you don't or carry it, carry it out. Engaging in what is it, criminal organization or something like that. And that's where conspiracy theory, I think, sometimes gets confused with that conspiracy theory is you have a theory that there is a conspiracy going on like mm -hmm. i can't prove it but i'm pretty sure these people are conspiring and breaking laws or conspiring to break laws uh, so yeah that could be illegal who knows we'll see some interesting um court cases going forward uh i guess the real question is how did the republicans on the court make the case for this ruling <clears throat> um they basically said that the Constitution doesn't specifically say you can have an abortion. And because no, it, doesn't. it doesn't specifically say that, we're going to let states decide what that means. It doesn't explicitly say a lot of things. You know, it, doesn't, it doesn't say that you can't have an abortion either. Yeah. But when it's laying out your rights, um, yeah, it doesn't mention that by name. But again, that's and that's where the court using that reasoning opened up the door to a lot of other rights that we had had that aren't specifically mentioned in the in the constitution and that's where right to contraception comes in that's where right to gay marriage comes in or sodomy or some of these like uh interracial marriage you know like mm. a, a lot of people have mentioned clarence thomas seemed to leave that one out of his dissent when he was saying we should come after gay marriage and we should come after um, gay sex, we should come after birth control. Um, he didn't mention we should come after interracial marriage because he happens to be in one. So he's personally would be affected by that. And right. Clarence Thomas, for a whole number of other reasons, I don't think belongs on the court. I think when your wife is involved in the planning of an insurrection and you use your seat on the Supreme Court to try to keep those text messages and evidence from being released. The sole dissenting vote on the Supreme Court to protect your wife from being exposed uh, as supporting this insurrection. Like, to me, that's an open and shut case. Like, goodbye. You're no longer uh, in any way an impartial juror or justice. Well, has anyone ever been removed from the Supreme Court? That is a question for a knowledgeable group of hosts than us that's a i mean i don't recall that that i know of yeah i mean so, I, think, I mean basically these guys can do and say whatever they want well the language is so loose regarding what it takes to be kicked off i mean just like with the president you know high crimes and misdemeanors and all of that like what does it take to actually get rid of somebody and remove them from office. The bar is pretty high, but we've always just kind of assumed that when somebody messes up, we'll all look at it and say, well, yeah, we're not, that's an example of what a misdemeanor or a, a high crime is, or that's 
an abuse of your seat on the court. But, you know, and we would think somebody would resign in disgrace, but I don't think there's shame anymore. I don't think that uh, they don't look at themselves in the mirror and think, oh, I really, yeah, I think I am biased or that wasn't right for me to do. I should really step down. No, because they have power. You know, the old saying, the love or something about what is the love of money is all, I don't know. To me, it's power. It has nothing to do with money. Who would want to give up that? Yeah, that seat. You, if you just had a lifetime appointment, if you knew for the rest of your life you weren't going to get fired from this job. And you could do and say whatever you wanted. And because of your position, I mean, not only do or say whatever you wanted as far as the law, but get into stuff. Well, I'm on the Supreme Court, so I want Super Bowl tickets. I want the, you know, they've got a lifetime of perks. I think that's something that you could actually be removed from is if you said, oh, like a quid pro quo, I will rule for you if you give me Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> well, right. But the thing about it is, is you know people in high places. So if you're going to ask for tickets, you're going to go to somebody that believes similar to what you believe. That way, when you make a ruling, it seems to be in their favor. Yep. And that's, that's how the lobbying system works. Mm-hmm. They say, I didn't change my opinion because he gave me money. I sought out his money because we share the same opinion. And it's right. harder to prove <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that, was, that that was a problem. Tell you, Randall Blackwell, 2024. Uh, well, we have a turtle dove as our party symbol. The peaceful creature of the turtle dove. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Sign, sign me up. All right. We're throwing our name in the hats, folks. <laughs> we can give these weekly podcasts to the nation and they'd have to listen to us then. Yeah. I don't know how much detail people expect the two of us. I mean, <laughs> like, did we bite off a bit more than we can chew with this episode? Because I'm just thinking about all of the aspects that we're leaving out. No, I just think, I think regardless of all the stuff that's going on, we both are in the same corner with what I would assume is the majority of the American people. It's their body, their choice. Let them make that decision. It's not your decision. It's not my decision. Now, do I think, and this is a hard one for me, because you hear a lot of men say, well, I should have a say-so in it as well. Sure, your opinion should be heard. But you're not the one that if she's wanting to get the abortion and you're trying to talk her out of it, you're not the one going through carrying the child. And and if you're already at odds over this, you think that relationship's ever going to work out and that kid's going to have a stable, healthy, possibly. But Yeah, I see, you know, the the people celebrating. Well, look at these extra kids that are going to be born. And I'm thinking, yeah, they're we can't even feed a lot of the ones we have now. Yes. Number one, that. And they, and they just happen to be the same people that don't want to feed the ones that we have. Like we have a lot mm-hmm. of people in government that do want to feed the poor kids and sure. help that help out. And for some reason, those are not the same people that want more of them to be born, uh, like the government forcing them to be born. Mm-hmm. Um, all those kids, all those extra kids are starting things off unwanted. Just, I mean, that's, right. that's right. that seems like, a handicap compared to being born into an, a household that wants you. Exactly. And I, I, and I do hope that, you know, those families come around to eventually being loving and accepting and making the most out of the situation. And I do think a lot of times they come around and say like, oh yeah, we're, we've, we're glad we have this kid. It's hard to have a kid and just, and look at them and say, I'm, I wish you didn't exist. But, and you know, that right. that's, and ex- that happens but, sometimes. But, but here's my deal. If you force and it's exactly what you're talking about. If you force somebody to have a child that doesn't want this child, what are the odds that, that child's going to be a productive member of society? They're not. That mother is going to resent the child and let that kid do whatever the hell he wants. He's going to get in all kinds of trouble and he's just going to go into probably the prison system. But in the same token, what happens is like what you said where, okay, well, sometimes, yes, it, it would work out. Sure. Until that kid finds out one day that really wanted to get an abortion. I really didn't want to have you. Well, that's going to 
mess. I mean, if we think there's a problem with mental 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 illness now, it's going to get even worse. I couldn't imagine my mom telling me. I mean, she has, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sure, she. I'm sure she would like. She's had second thoughts since I've been around, but I couldn't imagine growing up with a loving mother that I have. And then one day finding out that that wasn't her choice to have me. She never wanted me. And the only reason she couldn't abort me is because some old white men said it's illegal. Mm-hmm. I think that would have a toll that, that it would definitely affect my mental awareness. But then the conservatives on the court would say, but wouldn't you take being alive today over being a little upset that your mom considered an abortion to which yeah. <laughs> how, how, how can I how can I consciously make that decision? Because if I would have been aborted, I'd have never known what life felt like. Yes. And, and obviously there's, that's <laughs> there's there's days where shit, I'm ready. I'm like, take me now. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, that's why we you're not allowed to abort someone after they've been born. You know, like that's illegal. Once somebody yeah. has a taste of life, you can't take that from them legally. Uh, well, I, I think if they're going to abolish abortion, then by God, we better jump on board and abolish the death penalty, too. Oh, that's a whole other. Yeah. To, me, if, it's, to me, it's hand in hand. You've got well, the government government saying you can't kill this because it's a living being. Mm-hmm. But us, your own government, we're going to shoot these people up full of drugs which I applaud the guys that choose the firing squad. That's freaking awesome. I'd choose the chair. I was going to say, well, at least you have a story, but you're gone. You can't tell that story. Right. But yeah, that is what a way to go. But to me, that falls hand in hand. That's that's hypocrisy in my eyes. All right. I love playing devil's advocate. So I hope you'll appreciate me saying, well, I feel like the, the argument on the other side would be, well, those people did something wrong. The little itty bitty baby is innocent and should be given a chance to make mistakes so that we can kill him later. So what do you say to that? I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? <laughs> I um, told her we were recording and she still can insist on trying to call me. The, the death penalty proponents would say, well, this guy did something wrong so we can kill him. The, the little baby is innocent and- Okay, and, here's, and, here's what I say on that. The, I don't even know what I wanna call her, the governor of South Dakota has a trigger law for this abortion. And it was brought up, well, what if it's rape? And her response is, one tragedy doesn't mean we need to have two tragedies. Falls hand in hand with the death penalty, too. Okay, they did something bad, lock them up for the rest of their lives. But because they murdered somebody, yes, that's, tra- that's tragic. Does that mean that they deserve to die, too? To me... If there is a God that all of these conservatives are, you know, always, well, God, whatever, it's his decision when people die. It shouldn't be man's decision. Mm-hmm. I had not heard it put that way. That's interesting. So that, that's my rebuttal on just because <laughs> they did something bad. Are you a pro death penalty or anti? That's another issue where I've gone back and forth over the years. And I, I think the reason that I am now, mostly against it i mean i understand people who i'm, a, it, I'm a, I, I, I was for it until they started doing it all humanely and <laughs> it's like taking my dog to the vet yeah I was, um i was thinking of the examples where innocent people are killed by the government like that, oh sure and you that has happened many times so oh, just the, just the fact that that is possible is a, reason, is a reason not to do it is because it's the government legally murdering an innocent civilian. How many women and children did the United States government murder in Waco, Texas? Well, a lot. People would argue that they were, well, we needed, we could have a whole Waco episode. <laughs> <laughs> they would say, we were trying to get them to come out. They weren't coming out. They so would say they didn't. We- we set the building on fire, hoping it would force them out. I think they would say they they didn't start the fire, but it but they did pump it full of flammable gas. And knowing that that was likely possible to happen is a fire is much more likely to to start if you pump it full of this 
Yeah, every time get... every time I hear their excuses, it reminds me of the Billy Joel song. We didn't start the fire. Oh, I was thinking Uptown Girl. <laughs> that one too. Or Piano Man. Uh, Piano Man is my favorite. Piano Man would be your favorite. <sighs> but I think we need to start putting these on YouTube as well. I was thinking the same thing. Um, you have a good background. And I your background. Well, see, I think I'm always in a different location. You are. Can you do like a green screen? Like, I don't know how to do all that stuff. but Yeah. Well, you found a good spot in your house and you're consistently in your house, which I will say is helpful. I'm nomadic. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a Malibu beach house and a different residence in downtown Los Angeles. And I bounce back and forth to. Well, to be fair. Or it's a not... parking garage. <clears throat> oh, yeah. One podcast <laughs> from the car. Um, well, to be fair, my house is not my house this week. <laughs> it's someone else's house. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> That's kind of this house this week. We had Marissa's dad and stepmom, two sisters, one of their kids, and then a nephew here last night. The rest of the weekend, my kids are going to be here. It's like, man, I'm still trying to recover from last week. But back to the abortion. I was like, a lot of people are trying to recover from last week. <laughs> <laughs> so i saw a celebrity come out and this one's kind of shocking that is pro-abortion and what he said was every woman should have a choice when it comes to their body 100 percent agree with him but it was oj simpson he didn't give nicole a choice <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> and your froze your your picture froze right at the punchline. <laughs> oh man, I hope it gets picked up. Okay, that was great. Yes, I did hear that. I did hear the end of that. Um, yeah, I would say that she had a, a right to choose life in that situation that OJ did deny her. Mm -hmm. That'd be that's so funny. Like it's when somebody that you don't want on your bandwagon or in your like arguing for you steps into the spotlight how do you how do you tell them thanks but no thanks thanks oj uh really appreciate your support on this but <laughs> you can just you can just keep that to yourself you're not the spokesperson we want yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that'd be like having jeffrey dahmer being a spokesperson for a vegan company or a hot dog company or you know it'd be weird yeah. What if he were actually vegan and the reason he was eating people was to make a political statement about how gruesome it is that we eat other creatures? You know, sadly, if he'd used that as his defense, he'd have probably gotten off. You know what? I could have been a lawyer. I wanted to be a lawyer for a little while, but then you still can at a certain point. I'm going to need one one day. It was explained to me how much reading they have to do. Yes. And I said, I like reading. Don't get me wrong. But I don't like it. I don't like it that much. I don't. I don't do it that quickly. When I say I read for pleasure, I take my time on each line, and then after <laughs> I have about, to I have to reread stuff because I'll read something, then I'll get over here and I'm like, wait a minute, what did I read while ago? Then I have to go back and yeah, I'll read the same paragraph a few times because my mm -hmm. mind just decides, you know what? Let's think about this. <laughs> let's let's think about how they make the goldfish crackers while I'm trying to read this book on the Civil War. It's you ever tried doing it with your finger tracing along the lines? The speed oh speed, yes speed reading courses tell you that's the way to do it. Um, but how much do you actually retain when you do that? Well, maybe not speed. You're not skimming, but you're actually it, you're more likely to tune out when your brain gets bored, and it's actually slow reading that lets your brain get bored. And then it starts to think about something else. But if you oh, keep, no. if you keep up the pace, your brain is, stays focused on the material. This is not where we planned on ending up. Is uh, recommendations for speed reading. There has to be some format to the show where it can take into account that it has sort of an ADHD behavior to it with topics. Yeah, I mean, I think we should just call the show "Shooting the Shit" this week with Scott and Coral. <laughs> yeah the scott and carl show doesn't really tell the listener anything about what the show is about well i think that's why we need the youtube 
and then you know we can put our titles or like what it's about on there speaking of youtube possibilities let me run this by you i think i think it would get some views and if you're up for live streaming not yeah i guess it'd be live streaming we're live in a zoom call but streaming the january 6th hearings and getting our reactions while they're going on yeah i mean i'm down for it i just it'd be hard for me to do it i mean i'm thinking the way that it wouldn't take too much time that they're, they're long but i and i've been meaning to personally go and actually watch them but i dipped my toe into this to the special one they had a couple day, days ago the unexpected uh testimony or witness it was a uh, the assistant to his chief of trump's chief of staff anyway i watched a little bit of that and i thought holy cow this is crazy i can't are they all this full of <laughs> wild stuff that i did not know yes um, every every politician since 19 53 is what that full of crap oh um i think different politicians are full of crap to different levels if you say they're all full of crap evenly that's lets the ones off the hook that are completely full of crap and really demonizes the better ones that we do have i can't pass an even judgment on all of them i'm not going to say they're all great this was some banana stuff that was going on and yes, that's in reference to your very stylish shirt. That's why but I wore the shirt. I knew, you were gonna, I knew you were going to reference the banana. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I almost wondered just how, if it would be A, more entertaining for us and possibly entertaining for viewers if we had a little picture in picture and we're just watching this and we're not necessarily pausing it very often at all. You okay. Can just talk I about re reactions for sure. When do they resume? Are they going to resume on Tuesday? No, the thing is, they're going to resume in mid July, but I want to catch up on some of the ones that happened. Okay. I, I know Tuesday and Wednesday, I'll be in the lab by myself. So I'm free to do whatever I want. And that's, you know, I got to go get a sampler. And, uh -huh. but, but we can get a lot of good reaction. I have plenty of time. Yeah. I, well, I think it's an interesting dynamic too, because it's somebody, it's some, some different sides to this issue. I feel like we both bring different perspective to it. And then both of us watching it for the first time. It's not like, Hey, Carl, you got to see this thing that I watched and I love. Here's the best part. Here's the best part. I, I honestly don't know how most of them go, but just the palace intrigue of what goes on behind the scenes in that white house. Um, what was going on on that day? Um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's um, it's worth having hearings over, and I think I think it would be interesting to viewers and listeners. Okay. I'm down. Let's do it. All right, I'll uh, I'll figure out how to how to record that, how to get our pretty faces and a picture in picture, and also not get sued for the content. Wouldn't that be crazy if they sued us? It's public. Like, this is a public hearing. What are they going to get, though, if they do sue us? My banana shirt? You're going to get your banana shirt. You're going to get one of my many houses on the California coastline. <laughs> yeah. Charlie Harper over there. Two and a half men. Just sitting on the beach. That Smoking was the cigars. I thought, that's, that's why I briefly got into jingle writing. I thought that's what it paid. Yeah. And then Albert what said... Albert said, no, that's not where I'm not willing to pay you that much. <laughs> I'm not paying you that much, buddy. <laughs> I said, well, according to two and a half men. <laughs> to be living in this house in Malibu. <laughs> I can go to Malibu, but they just, they kick me out at dark at sunset. Then I would have to turn into the brother that just stays there unwelcomed and for free. You could never be that brother because you wouldn't be unwelcomed. Oh, that was sweet. We saved the sweet stuff for the end of the episode when everybody else is tuned out and it's just us. <laughs> so, yes, stay aware, folks. YouTube channel coming up. Yeah, we'll have, uh, 
I don't know, maybe watch parties will be our next new thing. Because I don't know that our thing is like detailed examination of no. big, big topics. No, we just like to give our opinions and, you know, maybe we can create a following that gives feedback and we can kind of go with it and, you know, see what the people want and give it, give them what they want. Well, if they would just tell us, that'd be a lot easier. Yeah, that'd be great. First off, I guess we need an email address for them to tell us. I mean, okay. I, set us, I set us one up, but I don't remember what it is, nor do I remember the login. Okay, everybody, uh, if you would like to get in contact with us and you're not already one of our friends or family, um, and I can't believe there's many of you that don't fall <laughs> in those categories, uh, we will have an email address for the show in the show notes of this podcast, which we probably should have mentioned earlier in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, what streaming apps are we available on other than spotify that's the only one i know of. oh we're on, oh, oh, iTunes we on and overcast and i think we're on stitch i think we're on most anything anybody uses okay i wonder yeah, if we I can get, pay those people to just like every time they open that app we pop up oh if you like our podcast you can rate and review us uh that also helps us but you know what we don't want to get too noticed before we really get the show down or <laughs> we before we're hitting our stride so, i don't know I, i'm thinking we could either turn this into a white house run or a talk show run just if we just keep it the way we're going yeah well i, I don't see any reason why we can't do both at the same time that'd be pretty neat to uh, have a musical guest every night at the white house mm-hmm. yeah so we'll uh we'll parlay this into carl's future run for governor and I'm skipping state government. We went straight to the federal. Yeah, you and Beto, huh? No, Beto was state government, Ooh. but he was, but Ooh. he's, he was like, oh, didn't get the Senate. Let me go for president. <laughs> yeah, now he's going for governor. Yeah, what's your since since nobody's listening now anyway, and it's not related to abortion. Well, I guess it's sort of related to abortion, but um, what's your feeling on the race for governor or any? anything i'm ready to get rid of abbott i'm not necessarily sure i want beto in there were you sad when mcconaughey pulled out yes i could listen to that man talk for hours <laughs> he had we, a real go ahead we did the audio book of green lights and the book was okay but he was the narrator so it was that made it great so yeah, I have the physical copy of the book, and I haven't opened it yet. And maybe it's, it's because when you open it, it isn't just him saying, all right, I'm glad you bought my book. <laughs> you almost sound like it. Yeah, well, I've been practicing. Um, yeah, that would have been interesting. But And I honestly think he would have made a great politician. He was already on his way to being a great politician in some ways when they were trying to nail him down on answers to certain questions on policy. He's like, look, I haven't read exactly what the policy agenda would be. <laughs> and I don't know exactly what you know, I was like, whoa, slow down. You had me at not exactly sure what. The <laughs> it's just like when people said Trump isn't a politician, but he has exactly the skills of yes. saying whatever the person in front of you wants to hear or let letting everybody hear what they want to hear in your well, isn't, words. Isn't that what we do? No, we give people the hard truth. Mm. We're When people listen to this podcast, it's like taking their medicine. Yeah, the, the kind of medicine you have to force feed. Yeah, it's like kid. eating your vegetables. I like vegetables. Oh, well, then it's like eating something you don't like. Unless there's nothing you don't like. And, uh, butthole. Just... I will not eat a butthole. <laughs> mark it down in the, in the records. I was going to say mark it down in the, annal, the annals of history. <laughs> the, the annals of history. Now, if you put that as the title, we're going to get some listens. Paul explains why he will, he will not eat butthole. That'll be a bonus episode for our Patreon members. <laughs> Uh, any any time when we don't have 
enough to cover when there's not news and that will be never but that'll be one of those topics that we'll have in our back pocket yes right we'll next give, our, next we'll give y'all a what is it 50 shades of scott and carl episode once a month <laughs> the after dark series <laughs> oh i like that <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like if they can get through the hearings with us, then that's like the reward. Incentives. Yeah. Well, Just I'm, like a politician. See, we're starting our campaign running off great. We're paying the people to get what we want. Yeah, I can just imagine the campaign's going great. And then they say, listen, Carl, um, this podcast came up in uh, some news oh. outlets. They're reporting on it. And there's a whole episode where you're talking about eating butthole. So, so that's, that's turning off a lot of your constituents. Oh, I, and I understand that, and I respect their feelings, but if that's the worst y'all can find on me, then I'm doing pretty damn good. I thought you were going to say, that's the worst y'all can find on me. Y'all have not looked very hard. Well, they haven't, because it's not hard to find something wrong. Did all. you did you find a, a, did you pay money to this private investigator who only found <laughs> my podcast? <laughs> you got ripped off. All you had to do was call anybody in my hometown. Yeah, I mean, there's like, yeah, there's some stories that I think are endearing when people mess up at younger ages. And then there's some stories where it's like, oh, shit, that's that's not OK. And I don't well, think I don't think you have you or I, I or most of our friends. I don't think you have those stories in your closet. No, I don't. I have your typical young kid partying. That's about it. Carl doesn't have the stories where like the neighbors talk about what he was doing to animals and they're like, yeah, we should have said something earlier, to be honest. <laughs> I can, I'm not surprised you've come to ask me about him now because, you know, if I would have gone to the authorities, maybe we could have avoided all of this. Hey, there is, and my mother still has it. There is a great article that made the front page of the paper about me, but. Was it just your birth? No, it was, we were in high school going in our senior year. Well, I knew you were advanced, but I didn't know you were immediately in high school after birth. Oh, you know, that's why my mom and me Carl. Well, it's because you wouldn't leave the the womb. You stayed in there for 18 years. I mean, that's talk about you, homeschooling. You find something you like, you stick with it. Yeah. I mean, the, the fact that she was able to get you the appropriate reading materials in there to to keep up your studies <laughs> so you didn't fall behind. Oh, I'm still behind, sir. That's dedicated parenting. Yeah, she's mother of the century i'm gonna get her an award we'll and then when she, when she asked what it's for i'm just gonna say ask scott yeah listen to the butthole episode we talked about it well on that note um yes if, if anybody's still listening we're gonna go ahead and and let Sayonara. you we're gonna let you guys go do whatever else you need to do today if you whatever you're listening to us while you're working on you know if you were gardening or if you're driving um we, we hope you get there safely and can move on to a, another podcast that has more insight into the details of the Roe v. Wade overturning. But um, hopefully you got some laughs and you got a little bit of thought. And uh, come back next week and we're going to start doing binge watching. We're going to be binge watching to catch up. That's what you do when you, when you find out a series is good, like I did with um, Succession. Ranch. With what? The Ranch. The Ranch is a series? You've never seen The Ranch? Well, now I have something to binge. Where have you been? Well, I'm guessing you haven't watched Succession, Carl. I think we started it, but I was kind of like, eh, it's too real. Yeah, there's nobody likable on that show. Yeah. And that's, that's why it's so fascinating that it can be interesting and you still don't like anybody. That is, I think that's the one. That's on HBO, correct? Yep. Yep. That's no, the one... Just... In this last season, I think episode five, they used a Nirvana song. There you go. I, I know that because Courtney Love tweeted about it. And they used Rape Me. Oh, I remember that episode. That yeah. was a good one. Uh, Where she was like trying to give her speech or whatever. Yeah, Shiv, Shiv was giving a speech at the company. And, um, oh, I'm blanking on the Kendall wanted to sabotage his younger sister from taking over the company. And so in the middle of her speech, which was being broadcast to all of their investors and employees throughout the building and globally, <clears throat> he brings out a speaker and just starts playing Nirvana's Rape Me. And, oh, nobody, okay. and nobody can figure out where it's coming from, so they can't stop it. Which makes it even sweeter. 
That's kind of the same thing when Nirvana exploded onto the scene. Nobody knew where it was coming from, and they couldn't stop the freight train that was coming. I feel like there's one thing we knew is that all of it was coming from Seattle. Everybody, suddenly the entire country looked northwestern, westernly, and said, oh, let's just pay all of our attention to this one city for the next five years. Another interesting fact about Seattle. You know, even Eddie Vedder had to leave beautiful Southern California to go up to Seattle <laughs> to start a band. <laughs> Is I learned today that like over the last 20 years, the Seattle Mariners have had more players ruptured testicles than they have playoff appearances. <laughs> That's insane. That would be even more insane if they had a lot of playoff appearances. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, ouch. <laughs> I'll, send, I'll send you the video. I'll send it to Jason. And it, uh, he was like, holy crap. I'm like, I know, it's nuts. Like, yeah, because they've been to the playoffs well, 10 years in a row. So the, you know they're busting a lot of nuts on this team. It was nuts. It's not nuts anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. Have you stopped recording? No. Um, oh. do, you have any, do you have anything to tell everybody until next week? Brush your teeth and let's go back to the moisturizing because I have not been doing it. I need to remind myself to do it. I started doing it and I'm simply glowing. You let's are... get a sponsorship. What, what kind of moisturizer do you use? It's a great question. Whatever okay. Marissa tells me to use. What, what, whatever company gets in touch with us first. Yeah, I mean, I'll use. Yeah. That's napalm the one. or that's, if that's, that's the, napalm. If they give us money, I'll use napalm. I don't I don't know exactly how the body would affect a napalm directly. Oh, but also, yes, before we do end, we're talking about shows to watch. The FLDS deal on Netflix. FLDS. About Warren Jeffs. Let me see this. Like his compound that he built in Texas is less than 30 minutes from my house. It is insane. Let's see what this is called. And I could, if we ever wanted to talk about that, I could probably get us some very reliable inside information on the trial because cameras were not allowed in there. But it just so happens it just so happens that I'm related to the uh, court reporter of that trial. Oh, good. Keep sweet, pray, and obey. I believe is the name of this series. Yes. Looks like it's a four-part series. All right. We'll check that out, but we're going to have our hands full with uh, viewing, and I don't want you to get overviewed on anything else. Okay. Because we're going to put on our. What about Pornhub? <clears throat> That's after. After we're I gotta done. wait. Oh, it's going to be tough. No, well, maybe maybe right before we watch the hearings, just to clear your head, <laughs> and then afterwards as a reward for getting. We're free. we're like the real life version of Beavis and Butthead. Maybe we need to see if we can get Mike Judge on the show. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing, though. It wasn't part of the fun of watching Beavis and Butthead is it made you feel good, better about yourself. Is that why people are listening to us? Are we making them feel better about themselves? And like, oh, well, hey, it, I was. It, if that's the case, then I feel accomplished. All right. Well, I closed the windows to avoid the sirens from coming in, and it's getting hot as hell okay. in here. So I'm going to stop the recording. So long, everybody. Goodbye, folks.